to the nightclub where we are the ones who were good to you, Mikey. We were good to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm that witch doctor of doom, Travis Maxoboom. I like, I like that moniker. I came up with it a few episodes ago and it's, it's, I think it's the, the rhyming. I think that's what it is. Or I know M and N don't rhyme, but fuck y'all. Eminem makes shit happen all the time here tonight with, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a switch things up like they do on shuttle. We're here tonight with, uh, our boy, the motherfucking keeper of the contracts, the binder of your soul. Once you sign them, uh, grindhouse motherfucking zombie. What's up, Cud? Oh, not much, man. I'm getting ready to talk about a movie that I knew I loved. I forgot I loved, and I have found out again that I loved. Whoa. Ooh. He's not even hiding his hand tonight. And, um, over there, fucking Rickle Bickle. Um, try like Travis Bickle, Rickle Bickle. Something weird. Bickle ha- Rick. Something weird is happening tonight. Okay. This is the nightclub. It's a strange, fucked up place. And what we're doing here is we, we have a listener request. Not only do we have a listener request, but we have said listener of the request on the fucking show. Th- this is the kind of shit that happens when you're on Discord, I guess. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. We got Rocker Boy on Discord. Justin's here. What's Justin. up, buddy? What's up? Nothing much. Just getting ready to talk about, Justin. you know, just getting ready to talk about, you know, the, uh, the only good horror remake ever. So the only good excited. one. Mm. Yeah. The only good one. What? I, I disagree. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's definitely one of the better ones, but it's, it's, you know, it's not the best, but it's one of the better ones. It's hard to make a remake good, but this one's good. Like, well, I don't know. I guess that'd be a fun place to start the original, uh, versus this remake without, without, without getting too much into it. It's like how, how much of, watching a remake how much depends on your love of the original to also enjoy the remake if you can like divorce yourself from it um that 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 that's an issue that i think everybody has who's grown up maybe with the with the original movie but you watched you watched the remake before the original right yeah i watched the remake before i watched the original because the original came out like years and years and years before i was even born so i wasn't alive to watch it so i watched I watched Halloween 1 and I watched Halloween 2 and I was like, oh, it's fucking good. And then I learned that they were, you know, actual remakes. And I went back and I saw the original, like, 20 movies. But, <laughs> yeah, which, you know, it, first couple was good and then they just went downhill from yeah, there. And they it go was to... pretty sad. Well, for for, for all of our oh, listeners, so... though, let's let's get into some things here that I'm interested in. The, the perspective of somebody who saw the remix before they saw the OGs. Cause that's like, that's different to me. That's not something that I've like heard talked about much. Um, right. And, you know, to be, to be perfectly honest here, it's like I, for the two remakes, the Rob Zombie remakes, let's clarify here. We're watching the Rob Zombie remakes. Um, the first one is absolutely fantastic. The second one is something that we're going to discuss later on a different podcast. Um, <laughs> So, but it's still knowing that, that, uh, our, our new friend here has saw the remake first. I'm interested in knowing your perspective of just Halloween, the OG versus Halloween, the remake, having seen the one first and then seeing the OG later. Like, what did you take away from that? What was your, what was your true perspective on that? And, 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 if you had to say one was better or worse, which one would you go with? Um, Hit him with that shit, Cook. 
They're not. I wouldn't. They. I love them both equally, but I wouldn't say one's better than the other because they're both like super different. So when I would watch, I watched the remakes, and then I went back and I watched the originals, and it's um, just like slight little things about like just the way Michael moves and acts is like completely different. Um, like in Rob Zombie's remakes, he will make sounds, which I actually thought was cool. Like he will grunt and groan while he's trying to like murder you. And also thought it was cool because you never see Michael run in any of the original movies. He's just always there walking mm-hmm. and you see him run in the remakes and he's like a fast motherfucker. But I mean, I can't say that I liked either better because I, I think they're both fucking awesome. They're just one's more of a white trash version. The other <laughs> one's kind of old. <laughs> okay. Okay. So interesting, interesting take on that. So I have, I love so it. when I, so I started I started uh the remake last night and I I did I did a little experiment. I put the OG on side by side and I watched them both. Uh the one obviously being far shorter than the other one because, you know, I I'm, I'm not Rob Zombie and I don't have a lot of extra shit to say. Interesting point. So as you go through the first movie and you have um Michael murdering his sister and then you have the cops come, he's discovered, he's taken away to the sanitarium. Um in the original movie, the time between the start of the movie, Michael killing his sister, and then Michael escaping the sanitarium is nine minutes. In the remake, yeah. in the remake, that time is fifty-one minutes. Yeah, yeah it was a so, lot longer, and I like that. You got to see his like. Well, and I initially really exactly, exactly, and I initially didn't. I initially was like, "This is a lot of extra shit that I don't need." But then, as the as I watched it more and more. And like I said, during my experiment last night, the other thing that I noticed too, is that in the start of the movie, you have this perfect, pristine suburban house. And then in the Rob Zombie movie, you have this probably right next door to the fucking worst trailer park in the city house, (laughs) you know? And it's like, so when he starts out, I mean, you know that he's giving you a different vibe. And the first time I saw that, I didn't like it. I was like, no, what do you know? What are you doing? I, I want, I want the original Halloween. But then as time went on and they explored more and more of like Michael's background and his like shitty home environment, I just, I started to dig it more and more, just, just what they were telling me. And it was more of a, I hate to say this because I I don't generally tend to like these kind of movies, but it was more of a giving you a picture of, of society, like where it was at the moment and how things were going and how people could be products of their environment versus I mean, and let's be honest, as I get more into the movies, Michael's clearly supernatural. You can't kill a son of a bitch, so he's clearly supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Um, but getting more and more into why he turned into what he turned into, um, I like I said, the first time I saw it, I was like, Oh fuck this movie. I'm gonna quote Travis, fuck this movie, fuck it. Just bleh, fuck it. But the more I watched it, it was like, Okay, I kinda dig this. I kinda dig the backstory. It was it was the backstory that I didn't know that I needed, but I clearly needed it. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple, there's a couple, dude, like, if you look at the original, like, Michael Myers and the Rob Zombie's remake, it's like, that dude is huge compared to, like, the OG. Yeah, yeah he's, he's imposing as fuck. Taylor yeah, Mann like, was a dude, professional wrestler like, for WCW as Big Sky, and he was six foot eight. I remember that guy. That's who plays Michael in the in, in the movie we're going to talk about later tonight, and we're talking about a little bit now rob zombies halloween but i just gotta say i didn't laugh at what i was enjoying y'all's conversation and what y'all were saying i laughed out loud because 
we're on Discord recording this 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 <laughs> shit show. Call it what it is. It's a shit show. This conjuring, you motherfucker. Have respect. It's the goddamn nightclub. And he pulls up an, a fucking old ass picture of me and some friends playing at toys. And man, bro, you making me nostalgic as fuck. Like people get nostalgic for fucking the OG Halloween. It, you talk about that opening shot. It's it's iconic, but it's fucked up because that opening shot was. I don't know if John Carpenter stole it on purpose, but that's from Black Christmas from years before, like four years before that movie. So, I, but I still, in my mind, I know the the Halloween shot, like the, the, those sorts of shots that happen throughout the movie. It's be, I guess it's just time makes it that way. Someone else who's seen the remake first, this is a whole new world where. I still have some problems with this movie, but I will admit, like Grindhouse, when I first saw this and I saw this in theaters, I was not a fan of the childhood Michael storyline taking up half of the film. Upon rewatching it, I kind of, yeah, there, there, there's elements in there that I enjoy. There, there's, there's, I mean, we, we're going to get into that, uh, I guess, when we start talking about that movie in particular, but. It's got to be it's got to be nostalgia, man. I keep coming back to it. It has to be what that's what wraps you up. Um, no, it no, it definitely is. And, and like I alluded to before, I mean, going through my notes, like the first two and a half pages of my notes, if you went to the first movie would be like three sentences, you know. So, I mean, he, he definitely changed uh, the formula. And like I said, the first time I saw this, I didn't really care. I didn't really care about what happened to Michael when he was a kid. It's like, you know, we all have bad shit happen to us to get over it. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> Grindhouse has touched on it. Justin has touched on it. Ricky agreed. This redneck ass in the middle of I know I know I know you said Grindhouse said it was like a house right next to a trailer park, but it didn't look like that bad of a house to me. I thought it was a house <laughs> in the suburbs. I'm like, I don't know. It looked all right. Hell, I live in that house. Yeah, it looked run down as shit. Well, maybe it was an older house, but it was still a good home. Well, it wasn't I like lived, a... I lived in that house. I should say, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Fuck. Maybe I do live in that house. My front door doesn't open. It's all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, but the, he definitely injects that trash talking, just crazy character. Like, I, I want to get into that when we start breaking the the movie down. To to, I guess. A, li- a little bit back to the like a remake versus a sequel type or a original type thing. It, it, it's it's the perspective that I was interested in too, and it, it it sparked Grindhouse. It's like for us growing up, we had movies. I would say in the late nineties, early two thousands, that would be our horror films we saw as 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 kids that were modern though, like modern coming out. I'm I'm gonna say right now, there's some there's definitely some great movies in there, like. There's a lot of great movies in there, some gems too, but then there's also a lot of fucking bullshit, dude. Maybe maybe every decade has that, but from the '80s, even the bullshit seems better. Um, yeah. the, bull, the bullshit from the late from the '90s and the the 2000s, the aughts, they're fucking the the bad stuff's just so, somewhat to me unwatchable. Darkness so, Falls. Darkness Falls is a fucking piece of shit movie. God <laughs> damn that movie, man. It's so it's so mediocre. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just blah as it's fuck. It's just so middle of the fucking road. 
It's a, it's aggressive mediocrity. That's what it is. It's in your face mediocrity. Well, fucking a guys. Um, let's we've been we've been chomping at the bit, like trying to get to this movie. It seems. So let's 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 do it right now. We're gonna begin the midnight ritual, and tonight we're going to cover our first ever listener request. Fucking dope. It happened on Discord. That's the Joe Blow Horror Show Discord. Link will be in the description for this episode. And if you haven't seen tonight's film, Rob Zombie's Halloween from 2007, you're going to want to fucking cry off the podcast right now, motherfuckers. Oh, I haven't seen it. Do I need to watch it? Get the fuck off this show, man. Oh, all right, all right. I'm leaving. Bye, y'all. You bastards. Why are you torturing me like this? Why? Halloween is a 2007 American slasher film written, directed, and produced by Rob motherfucking Zombie. For anyone out there who does not know who he is in the horror community or in just in general because he was a big music star, a fucking legit rock star, um, he's also a film... Go outside and fucking talk to people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's made films such as House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, 31... He's got a new movie out on Netflix I haven't seen yet, but I'm looking forward to called The Monsters. I was a big fan of that growing up, and he also is a huge fan of that. Dragula! Um, Tonight's film is a remake of the 1978 horror classic of the same name, because goddamn, they have to have three films in the same franchise with the same fucking name. So that's pretty cool. Um, not, not The film stars Tyler Maine as Michael Myers. Malcolm McDowell from Goddamn Clockwork Orange as Dr. Loomis, origin- yeah. originally played by Donald Mother. Fucking. Plaisance. He's yeah. got the devil's eyes. <laughs> Evil has come to your town, Sheriff. That motherfucker is the best. Um, Scout Taylor Compton. She's mm. awesome. She's awesome. She's, cute. She's awesome. As Laurie Strode. And I'm going to try to say this young man's name. Dage. Fierce, Fersh, Dej Fersh as the young Michael Myers in this movie. He he does a great job, and he is described in the film as angelic. He's an he is a cherub. He's a little cherub inside the Mardi Gras cake. All yeah, right? inside the Michael Myers Mardi Gras cake. That's where he's at. <laughs> We're working with fifteen million dollars. We're making eighty million dollars. Success, yeah. big success. Let's That's not why... forget. Let's not forget our boy. Dude, like, like the cast in, in these movies is crazy, man. Really is. Zombie pulls together a fleet. Yeah, you got William yeah. Forsyth, Sid Haig. You got you got a slew of people. Uh, Danny Trejo is in this motherfucker. Fucking Chucky. I can't even think of his name, man. Br- Brad Dorff. Brad Dorff. He's the fucking <laughs> sheriff. Damn, yeah, all of, his, all of his homies. Yeah. He's just, a good actor, though. My like, oh, fuck yeah. You, you, my you other guys are... What's her name? Danielle Harris. Danielle Harris. Well, and you know what she? You know what she's from, though. Yeah, yeah. sleepaway camp, cause. No. Wait, what? No, she's from. She's from Halloween Four. Oh, I'm thinking of Felicity. And, um, Felic- and uh, Halloween Five. You're thinking yeah. of Felicity Rose. Yeah, Felicity Rose. 
get with it. Jesus Christ, you want a podcast for Christ's sakes? Oh I confuse just two, embarrassed. I confuse two franchises, you son of a bitch. You know, I don't know here, Ricky. I think we should branch out and just lose this dead weight because. Good lord. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Well, we'll know. talk about it. We'll talk about it offline. Well, I'm going to yeah. say right now, I know what what the hell she because the the reason she doesn't replay her character is because Rob Zombie didn't want to fucking do that kind of shit, but he did also want to pay homage, so he had cameos. Well, she had more than a cameo in this movie, though. I mean, she she was there for probably 25 percent of the movie, and she was naked for 10 percent of it, so she had more than a cameo. Wow. And I was I was digging it. I was digging it. Well, breasts, who was it? I mean, like breasts are breasts are awesome. Y'all know what y'all know what they were gonna make before they made this movie. They decided to let Rob Zombie make this film. What were they gonna make? Di- so, like, um, Dimension had these two properties, and there's a <laughs> there's a remake out now of one of them. Oh, um, oh it's yeah, oh, oh, yeah. There's Halloween. They had and they had okay. the rights to Hellraiser. So, oh shit. There was a script that was pitched before Freddy vs. Jason came out, like right before, and it was shot down. But when Freddy vs. Jason came out and was a huge success, Dimension wanted to jump on it. So they started getting like scripts written and shit. It's going to have Michael Myers versus Pinhead and the Cenobites. The first script that was written, oh, I think that, that sounds fucking terrible. Hold on, dude. The first script that was written was. It was Michael Myers, a young Michael Myers. It's a retelling that blends the worlds. He he opens the lament configuration and he gets possessed with a demon known as Sam Hain or Sawin, um, that's fleeing from hell, their hell, where Leviathan is God. And now that he's possessed, you have the Cenobites in there, this, that, and the other. Originally, th- this is this is all coming from Doug Bradley, by the way, who played the original Pinhead role. And he's close friends with Clive Barker. Barker agreed to write the script for the movie, and they wanted the studio wanted to get John Carpenter to direct it. No, oh, it sounds like shit. That's, oh. oh god, that sounds terrible. I want to watch it. What the no, fuck? No, no I want to watch that, it. Oh god, I want to make I want to make Grindhouse watch it. Yeah, you <sighs> son of a bitch. You know what? I had a big enough problem when they put Michael Myers. Um, just into this remake and then when they had freddy versus jason that was a whole nother problem that i had taking michael myers and putting him into the realm of the cenobites just sounds like a steaming pile of fucking garbage i don't i don't i don't think you're i don't think i don't think you're think i don't think you're thinking about it because i'm I'm not thinking wrong i'm i've i've admitted when i've watched wrong i'm not thinking wrong (laughs) well well, let's suck let me try to suck the hair off of my fat white ass. It was just <laughs> hair gone. Oh. Let me try. Let, <laughs> no. let, let, well, let me. Let me. God. Let, God damn it. Let me try to convince you. No. Let's move on. There's no convincing me. That sounds like shit. The only on. the only mashup we really need is Evil Dead versus Phantasm. Clive Barker wrote the first two Hellraiser movies. Are they not good? Yes, they are. Okay. John Carpenter directed the original Halloween as well as The Thing. Prince of Darkness, um, Christine, all that good shit. So why would this be a bad mashup? I feel like they would have brought their artistry to the table and collaborated no, really well. Su- it would suck. It would suck ass. It's like, why? you know what? Like a really good grilled fish is good. A really good grilled steak is good. But sometimes you put them together and surf and turf just don't work. And it, this, that would not work. No, uh-uh. 
I don't want to see the Michael Myers mask with the fucking pins coming out of it, and I definitely don't want to see Michael Myers as a chatterbox because Michael Myers should never make a fucking sound, which is why number two of this I've got issues with. Let's move on because I don't want – you're just making me mad, and I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> just man, don't. oh, man. Just yeah, making me mad. That's Ugh. that. That's a movie I would actually die to see. I think that movie would actually be really fucking cool. Well, you know what? Wrong is wrong. That's okay. You can be wrong. I still love you, but you're just it's, you're just fucking wrong. All proceeds yeah. for the nightclub Patreon go to making this movie. <laughs> we're gonna make him fucking not only watch it, but also help <laughs> we're make, it. make him pay for it. <laughs> you know what? T- tomorrow I'm gonna drive to work with a bumper sticker on my car that says Nuke Louisiana. That's what it's gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I gotta ask, what do you think about Hellraiser versus Halloween? Halloween, if you will. <laughs> Halloween. Oh, I mean, nice I don't know. It sounds sounds like a bad idea. I mean, <laughs> well, goddamn, it's two against two. Well, since Ricky hey, and me, poll. throw up a poll. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll throw up a poll. I was gonna say since me and Ricky are on on the same team this time, instead of, like that Friday bullshit. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have to. I'm settle sorry, this. My, Michael. My Michael Myers would grab Pinhead and put him up against a wall, hold him three feet off the ground, and then not quite stab him all the way through, but he would somehow still hang there. <laughs> no, just, see, no, I was thinking the no. complete opposite. Uh, I think Pinhead would destroy Michael Myers. I think he would too. Yeah. Definitely, I think he'd pull him apart into a bunch of little itty bitty. <laughs> exactly. That's and where then, my brain then, was going. And then he would uh, and, just and summon him when he wanted his and, help. And you're He'd probably like, right, but all those pieces would come back together and they would reconstitute and they would fuck Pinhead in the ass. I think so. they would reconstitute and fuck the victim of the movie in the ass. Like, <laughs> I think I think I don't I know. Think I, saw the, I saw the I saw the last like work together. five Hellraisers. I think I think Pinhead was taking it in the ass in every single one of those movies. But oh, that's just well, me. That's fair. Yeah. That's a good thing. Move on. In your world, maybe not uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. I love it. Malcolm Wink. McDowell. I love it, bro. I do. Malcolm Mal- McDowell with his big nose. I love that shit too, boy. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I like Michael. I like Malcolm McDowell as as Loomis. Yeah, he's I didn't good. think I was going to like this, but I, I, I he, like the Loomis character in these movies a lot. It's just a it lot off. of fun. You're right. Is, he pulled it off. Is this yep. a first time watch for you? Yeah, like I saw the first oh. one a long ass time ago, but I didn't remember shit about it. it. Pretty much a first time watch, and I had never seen part two, which I watched part two tonight. So I did not like Loomis's hair in this movie. It was fucking <laughs> weird. Like he's got like hippie he looks... hair, and it's just weird, man. Well, he just looks like Malcolm McDowell. I mean, you know, exactly. That's how Malcolm McDowell fucking. Yeah, the Malcolm early McDowell, the early years, fucking, a weird looking fucking dude. hippie dude. Yep. Yeah, he oh he owned that shit early on. No, he owned that. Yeah. Go watch a Clockwork Orange, my my dude. Apparently, he was a fucking comedian on set because isn't Udo Kier in this movie too? Am or am I remembering that wrong? Is Udo Kier? Yes, in this? he is. Yep, he's one of the doctors at the sanitarium. This yep. movie is crazy, bruh. The cast is crazy. The cameo cast. The cameo cast is fucking nuts. Yes. The little chubby dude that plays Michael Myers as like a little kid, he's like a musician now. I'm, he's not a good musician, um, but he's a musician. <laughs> oh, he's a he's an uber douche now. That's what it is. He's an uber douche. He he's he's playing up the I was Michael Myers and I'm so awesome and now I'm oh. all tattooed and I'm cool and Malcolm McDowell. He's ruined like a lot of takes in this movie because he kept making everyone laugh. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know why that would happen, but that that is apparently what happened. And um, this this is like a little bit of trivia right here. The inclusion of the Michael Myers childhood plotline is an homage to the TV version of Halloween. In the TV version, they included these scenes where uh, Loomis is talking about, you know, Michael's childhood and shit like that. So Rob Zombie even like <laughs> one of my big problems with this movie before we get right into it is that or I'd say it was a big problem was the whole I didn't like at first and I do kind of now the whole building up of the childhood trauma to what creates the ultimate evil, I guess. And I guess that is the ultimate evil, right? Like innocence tainted and ruined to that perverted level of fucking debauchery and, and savagery that Rob Zombie's version gives us. But I also at first didn't like the complete, what I thought was a complete shot for shot remake, but it's not. I uh, Watching it again, it's not a shot for shot remake. You do get the same beats, yes, but... It's not a shot-for-shot remake, and it has its own style and its own vibe. No, it's not. And it's a lot dirtier. Oh, it's gritty. I had those problems, but knowing also that Zombie was that much of a fan that he even brought that plotline back up and built it into his script, I think that's pretty cool Um, in hindsight. No, No, yeah, I've I've come back around to the place where I think that the retelling – or we'll call it the telling, but it's a retelling. But the telling of Michael Myers' youth is, uh, it's something kind of cool. Um, my biggest issue with it is that in the original movie, Michael Myers was six years old. In this movie, he's 10 years old. Um, so they've given him a little bit of time. But they also, when the movie starts, it's like, and, and like I said, going back to the original movie, when they show the house the first time, it's like in a nice suburban neighborhood, you know, it's everything is like nice and the bushes are kept and whatever else. And they start this movie and it's like, the house is clearly a shithole. I mean, it's, it's falling apart and just, just looking, walking up to the house, you sort of get a vibe as to what you're into, you know, and then they get right into the house and it's like, you see Michael Myers and he's playing with his rats and they're mm-hmm. doing all these things and they're just, then you like people start going downstairs and you realize there's this like fucking terrible, terrible family dynamic. And and the mom is like, Well, if his fat ass would get off his do whatever else, and he's like, I'm all broken up, bitch. I can't work, you know? And then just they start bitching each other and just <laughs> this constant like stress and constant bitching and whatever else. And yeah, you like, get into yeah. the child psychology of it all. And it and it yeah. and it and it just gets worse. Yes, well, it does. well, let's. Well, yeah. that's funny though. We're chomping. Let's 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 dive in. Let's really let's really start this this motherfucker. Fuck it, fuck it. Before we do, I just want to say how adorable I think that um, Scout Taylor is. I think she's super cute. I like her a lot. Halfway into this, she'll she'll be cute as fuck.
darkest souls are not those which choose to exist within the hell of the abyss, but those which choose to break free from the abyss and move silently among us. This movie opens with a quote from Dr. Samuel Loomis. I like that they pulled a quote from a character in the film off the bat. Like, it's kind of cool because normally you get a quote from a real, you know, someone really said some shit. Yeah. This movie has us fucking lore deep already. Like, it's already burying us in the lore. Almost like you should have known you were coming to see a Halloween film because you probably were. Mikey, what are you doing out of your room? Okay, yeah. Now, don't do nothing. We're both going to regret later, okay, Mikey? I'm going to have to get you back into your room, okay? Uh, Like Reinhouse was saying, the movie opens with clown mask Mikey and his rat named Elvis. He kills the fucking rat. I mean, it, it's pretty apparent. You got the Illinois redneck parents because it's Halloween in fucking Haddonfield, Illinois. Trailer trash fighting. You said it earlier, Grindhouse. Bitch, I will crawl over there and skull fuck the shit out of you. Like that guy, Ronnie, that's his name. I think the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Ronnie. Yeah. Fuck. The Wim Forsyth. Yep. Fuck him forever. Mm-hmm. Fuck him forever. He starts bitching at the baby. The fucking yeah. baby, man. He's all like, wah, wah. <laughs> he's mocking the baby. He mo- <laughs> he is a mocker, motherfucker. He mocks everyone in this fucking movie constantly. Like Mike Michael will say something to 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 Sherry Moon Zombie, and homeboy's just fucking like in the background, like a little bitch. So the daughter comes down, uh, Judith comes down, and she's. You know, walking through the house and mom's making eggs and she's like, ooh, those are chicken abortions. I'm not eating that. Then she goes and walks away and then Ronnie says, that bitch got a nice little dumper on her. Yeah. He and really it's like, and that. the mom is yeah. like, what? And then, and then you see Michael's washing his hands, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And then go back to Ronnie who's bitching about Michael and calling him Michelle. Yeah. And that's when, and that's when El- or, uh, Michael comes out and says, oh, Elvis died and I had to flush him. Oh, wait, he- hold on. Oh, I got you. I got How you. How you going to flush the rat, bro? No, no, fuck the rat, <laughs> fuck the rat, I got you. In quote, this is from Rob Zombie's script from the film Halloween 2007. Michael gets called a, um, uh, he gets called shit pants, ball liquor, and... Shut up! From the script, Whoa. from the script, it says, so in the film, that's what he says, and I want to say right now... It's very mean to call people that, and don't call people that, because that's ugly as fuck. This is a time capsule, okay? If yeah. you go back in time to the 80s, even the 90s, and apparently... Even the 90s, and even the 2000s, honestly. Apparently, even the 2000s. Because when we were in high school, you heard that shit all the time, too. For our listeners, we don't do that anymore. We're nice to people, okay? Not me. Even, even if... Yes, you <laughs> he said to, not me. You, not are me bitch. you are definitely nice to people. I fucking even run if, people off my job site. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> Who you I'll, tell, your job I'll tell their ass to get a fucking Uber. As one third host of said podcast, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Travis, to shut the fuck up. Edit that out, and you know what? Because nope. you know what, nope. being be, being here is what has taught me to be nice to people. So we are nice to people. We don't care about their lifestyles or whatever it is they choose to do in their off time. 
and we don't call them bad names. Because if I wanted to call people bad names, I would call you a fucking hillbilly redneck chicken fucker. But I don't <laughs> do that, okay? Because it's not we're nice, not, okay? We're not So hill- we're not guys, doing that. There are zero hills in Louisiana. Ah, that's right. It is plains and swamp. Okay. okay. Well, okay. A, plains a, and swamp. A redneck we're swamp. Rednecks, chicken fucker, we're redneck. We're coonasses. Okay? We're all that. <laughs> we're not... We are a federally recognized minority by the United States government. We are, a, we are a recognized minority. Coon asses? Okay, yes. great. Yeah, we well, are a recognized minority. More of my tax dollars going to waste. Great. <laughs> um, anyway, we're just nice to people, okay? We're just nice to people. We don't want to, you know. I, no, I, 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 how, how real, how real for real, though, is the is the bullying in this film? Not it's only too is he, real. He's bullied by his stepdad. He's bullied by his fucking sister. He's bullied by kids at school telling him all this bullshit. No wonder this kid fucking snaps, man. They show him the picture of Sherry Moon Zombie Mm. from the original Rob Zombie American Music Made to Strip By. And I'll tell you what, that might piss me off a little bit. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then the kid's like, you think she'd suck my dick for a quarter or some shit? And I'm like, god damn. That one kid... I have never in a movie rooted for a character to be killed so hard as that bully kid. I wanted him to die so fucking bad. I Let's be to honest. So- Raise your hands if you'd have kicked that little kid's ass. I'd have oh, kicked I'd his have little kicked ass. ass. Yeah. Even oh, if yeah. I was me today yeah. and I saw that little kid, kick his I'd little, kick his little dumb ass. Yeah. If I, even if I was 10, I would have tried. I would have gone yeah. down fucking swinging. Absolutely. Here's, here's, my, kid, qu- here's my question, though. Why did Michael tell the principal fuck you when he stopped them from fucking him up because he was about to get fucked up that Why was the... my question too because he was michael myers and he was already he was in a place where anybody who exerted any authority over him was just going to be the bad guy it didn't matter why even he, if it was okay. stop Unless fighting it's his mom uh yeah exactly. he gives yeah. into he his had mom. some mommy issues yeah he had some mommy issues yeah well what, wait 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 but okay, if yes. but if sherry if sherry moves zombie was my mommy i'd have some mommy issues too i was gonna say she's a stripper but but at the same time even though she's a stripper she loves him she she the whole oh, movie yeah, she, i'm sure there's lots of strippers that love their children travis don't be like <laughs> come on man the point I was trying to make is that even though she's a stripper, she dotes on him the whole movie, giving him a centerpiece, a balance, like somewhere he feels safe. And when you get to the sort of towards the midsection of this movie, this is the psychology I love about it. That gets stripped away slowly but surely. His love for his mom, where she can fucking ground him, that goes away because he's locked away from her, from everyone and everything he's known. Furthers like how fucked his mind gets. And what leads him that's and that's why I turned around on this child psychology part of the film that that I, I think all of that ties in so well together. Like it made me respect his script for this movie to a certain degree. I thought I thought he planted the seeds, even though they're outlandish and crazy, but he planted the seeds and then slowly stripped away the layers of the onion, you know, and gave us, I guess, a good um what's the phrase? A Shrek stew. No, <laughs> Shrek's too. <laughs> well, well, as somebody, no, as somebody, no, it gave us well, a good, hold on, hold it on, gave us a on. good stairway towards how Michael evolves into the character he evolves into. As somebody whose mom had to come to the principal's office on a fairly regular basis when I got at least into high school, my mom was there all the time. Did not like it. Wasn't happy about it. Um, you were a bad the, boy, Grinos. Uh, maybe. 
Oh um, shit! But he's a little bad at the same, boy. A little bad at the same time, boy. though. At the same time, though, you got to get to a place where you you like little bad wine house. Just spank me, Travis. Spank me, Travis. Travis. Nice. You have to get to a point where you're making your own fucking decisions. And the problem that I have with her is that she gives him a pass on everything he does. You're right. Like if I got up one day and and like and someone said, "Hey, by the way, your child's killing animals," mm-hmm. and this is I'd all like, photographic proof. Exactly. I'd be like, "Okay, time out." Time out. Exactly. Right. Time out. Maybe whole, my kid's the, fucked. The whole day stops. We're gonna go find a specialist. We're gonna do right. not. You know, I I I worried about letting you go trick or treating tonight because it's like of all the shit you pulled. Like the shit you pulled. Like if. People had Polaroid pictures of you and dead animals. That, that's not shit you pulled. That's like, right. oh my god, you are a fucked human being. Yeah, um, right. totally. I mean, and the fact that the principal <laughs> that Michael told fuck you brings in a child psychologist, Doctor Loomis. Yes. Now, now we're introduced to him, and Mama Myers is like introduced to all the dead animal photos that Michael's been taking, and even a whole dead cat in a bag. Yes, out of his backpack. We found this in his locker, like. It's the fucking dead cat in a Ziploc bag. I mean, like, I mean, like for me, like as a as a dad growing up like, and having kids and we have pets and whatever else, a dead cat in a Ziploc bag is a really fucking bad day. That's like the worst day you're going to fucking have. Right. And she's just like, oh, so he found a dead cat. So what? Like, right. like what? <laughs> like, I, 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 like, no, no. But the principal, I want to point out the principal here, Richard Lynch. I fucking love Richard Lynch and I, and I love him for a couple of different things. I love him for Invasion USA. Who knows what Invasion USA is? Nope. Anybody? We're, we're too nope. young, old dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now what? Fuck you and fuck you. And I'm pointing at both of you. Um, okay, just so, so we're clear. So Invasion USA, the best Chuck Norris movie ever. Oh. Watch it watch it tomorrow. It will change your fucking life. Whoa. Uh, he, I do love was, I do love some Chuck Norris. He he was a character whose name was Rostoff in that movie. He was fucking legit. Wait, wait, um, what's his name? Uh Richard Lynch. He was no, in Invasion no, 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 USA. No. His name was Rostoff. Rostoff. Yeah, Rostoff. that's yes, a good name. That's like Rousdower. Yeah. Go watch the Final Sacrifice, Canadian horror film from the eighties. Fucking amazing. Oh baby Rousdower saves us and saves all the world. <laughs> also, there's a movie from 1988 called Bad Dreams. It's a really, really overlooked horror movie. People should people should go and see that. Because it, it, it's bad dreams. It is fucking awesome. It, it's one of those movies that still haunts me to this day. Just like Wow. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. I want I want to bring us back to into the movie because this is still a reason I, I this is still a point in the film that I I don't like. I still don't like it. I think it's a fucked up moment to do this. You hear Loomis telling Mama Myers that Michael is a very disturbed young man. Then the Halloween theme starts. The iconic John Carpenter Halloween theme starts while Michael goes to his locker. Yes, this does build up to the first murder in the movie, and I get why he did it there, but I still feel like it's not the scene where we should have got the iconic music. I think that should have been maybe the stalking moment or something like that, but Rob Zombie's movie did not do that. It waited until this particular moment, and I, I, I again, I get why he did it for the storytelling aspect of the first murder. We're going to get the score. It's... It, we're we're getting to it. Okay, fine. 
I just don't like it though. I just don't like it. I I think they nah, see, and I loved it. I did? loved it because well, because I was built... indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, aren't you? Aren't you pretty much always indifferent though, Ricky? Aren't you? Yeah. Like, you're just like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. No, see, I loved it because it like. Again, uh, again, like I said earlier, I I followed both the OG and then this new movie, and I watched them side by side, and it was incredible to me that to get through the first kill, the incarceration, and the escape in the original movie took nine minutes. In the remake, it took 51 minutes. So, I mean, that tells me that they were doing some story building. So, to wait to that moment to be just be like, for me, it was like, okay, so now I'm going to get to see the true Michael, even though I've seen some of this earlier stuff. And I, I I mean, I'm sorry, any kid that's like killing cats and doing whatever else. I mean, obviously he's fucked up and that like shit's going to go south. I get that. Um, but I actually, and especially with this last watch that I did yesterday, I love that buildup. I just, I, it, it, it spoke to me. Like I'm going to give you something. I'm going to come in. I'm going to, tip you on the nose i'm going to tweak your nipples and i'm going to give you your quick prostate exam <laughs> and you aren't going to know what's coming even though you sort of do because of the music filled up so that was really good for me i love that justin having seen the remake first like you like you didn't know the iconic music to the degree of like because you, you didn't see the original first so you didn't know where it came in what it was i guess so I for... always knew the theme. I knew that I, I've heard I heard the theme before I saw the movies, and I knew that it was you know associated with Halloween. But yeah, no, I didn't know when it was like supposed to come in. I just know oh, this is a theme song for this horror movie. I'm gonna see. Did when when it came in in the film in the remake though, were you also kind of maybe uh, clued in or into the the moment of like now that the theme is kicking in, we're about to get Michael Myers. Cause we, cause we get Michael Myers in this next scene. He beats oh, yeah. a he beats a kid to death in the middle of the woods with a fucking branch. And he don't say a word. And he just be he just be looking at him through the yeah, well, that, that bully's like begging for like no, just let me go, man. Yeah, right. Good, like, no, good I kill. thought it was brutal. I I thought it was weird. I didn't think like I I don't think that theme should have been at that moment like it's he's running through the halls and they play the theme i just thought it was kind of dumb that's um, how I, that's still how i feel about it i i, I yeah, don't like can't, that can't disagree more small kid shooting down the hallways of school having <laughs> having <laughs> having been bullied and everything else i like i honestly i totally get it let me get these i'm just gonna get these handcuffs and i'm gonna try to put these handcuffs on you right now mike and then we'll get you back into your own bed, okay? We get to Halloween. It's Halloween night. It's the same day. So this whole movie is taking place so far in the same day. That night, that's when y'all were talking about Mama Mama Myers just lets him off the hook for nothing. Like, for, like, seemingly nothing. Like, oh, you didn't kill a bunch of animals. Fuck it. To go trick-or-treating with Judith, his sister. But um, <laughs> redneck stepdad's there again, being a piece of shit, <laughs> mocking people. And... Michael ends up having to go alone because Judith's boyfriend shows up. What yeah. the fuck is up with um she's like, I know what you're doing here, the mom. And yeah, I know uh, what you do here. Yeah. 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 That, 
that shit yeah. added a little bit of fun for me. Like I was just like, oh shit, movie. Yeah, I have it in my notes that it was like because she was supposed to take him, and then she blew him off the last minute. So I have it in my notes as a trick for Michael, but treats for Judith. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How so, how about Love Hurts playing right here yeah. where yeah, Michael yeah. spins Halloween alone, and 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 you get fucking Sherry. Yeah, he's sitting there crying. Well, Love yeah. Hurts is playing. Yeah. Well, and that can mean Sherry so Moon, many and things. Sherry Moon. Yeah. Yeah, and Sherry. yeah, I enjoyed that part a lot. Yep, you have Michael crying, you have the, you have Judith getting nailed, and then you have Mom stripping. So it's like across and the whole thing. And you have drunk, though. and you have drunk piece of shit stamp daddy drunk. <laughs> okay. Watching TV asleep on the on the recliner. Yeah, that piece everybody of wins. Shit. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Michael's sister and the boyfriend they're fucking upstairs the guy, the guy wearing the Shatner he, he puts on the Shatner mask and tries to do like a spooky whatever yep. and Michael's eating candy corn he's eating candy corn fuck that gross ass you know how many pounds of, of candy corn is made per year a lot, a lot and it's awesome so shut up 30 I do like candy corn disgusting dude it's oh, disgusting no, it as not. fuck I do like it for 30... short periods of time 35 yes. million pounds per year. Oh. <laughs> and it's all right here. Oh! Million pounds he got it all. Candy corn. <laughs> yep. There you go. Right there. Hey, I'll hey, it all. hey what's that Fuck little cher- what's that little cherub do right now in this in this part of the film? He's eating candy corn. He's got can- a candy corn cocaine rattle He's brain. Like- Candy corn, cocaine, rattle brain. Yeah, bitch. No, he, <laughs> like that yeah, Me yeah, Without walks, You song? Yeah, no, he walks yeah. over the he walks over to the kitchen drawer. Like I, I to be perfectly honest, and I don't want to give too much away, but I wish I had this kitchen drawer while well, I pull out a roll of duct tape and a semi floppy kitchen knife. Because there's a little bit of a flop flop. <laughs> there's in a there. flop. There's, in there. there's a flop I in the knife. It. And it's like, I eh, saw it yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. Like, okay. That's I, I didn't okay. notice it. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It was Damn, I've seen this movie a thousand times and I never saw that flop, man. It's a flop. I gotta watch it again. I gotta oh, pull yeah. it up. But yeah, something I did notice what that was like a significant difference between the remake and the original is the fact that in the original the the boyfriend is like a second man like he he comes and then he leaves in like a split second yeah so it was goes. weird to see him get it was weird to see him get killed in this movie because you know it's like first dude was a minute man so he never got to be killed right oh. Well, I that's like, the whole thing, though. With yeah. this thing, there's there's a three versus one, right? So in the first movie, it's one. It's just Judith. That's yeah. all there is. And in this one, there's three. But then yeah. there's the... Yeah, we're jumping ahead. But yeah, no, yeah so no, yeah. No, but I, mean, I, he, I like this. I like what you're saying because I agree, dude. I love the iconic, again, nostalgic, iconic opening of the original. Yes, it's it's burned into the fucking mm-hmm. cortex. Michael! Yeah. Right, right, right. She's doing the whole thing. Like, no, no, don't stab what, me there, yeah. Michael. What, what I didn't like about, and he looks at his hand, and he looks down, and he looks at his right. hand, and he looks down. What I didn't like about this remake on the first watch, I like now, where you get you get to come up and you get a lot of kills too. Man, it's just packed with some kills. This movie. Mm-hmm. He just first, piles them on, bro. First, first one is the comeuppance of the stepdad, Michael Duct Tapes. Which, which was it was. I got something to say about that. Yeah, the fact that Ronnie slept through all the 
Yeah, I, I have a problem with that too. Making. Yeah, in, in, in my notes, I said he would have woken up because that just, well, not, yeah. He was drunk no. as fuck. He was drunk he as was fuck. He was pyod, bro. He, he was, was pyod. You ever been really blackout drunk, motherfuckers? Okay, well, yeah. somebody. You've been somebody, pyod somebody, before, huh? Somebody text one of Ricky's <laughs> kids. Text one of Ricky's kids and say, like, you know what? I'll give you five bucks if you go to Home Depot and get a roll of duct tape and duct tape Ricky to, Ricky to his recliner. Because I want to – I think you'd <laughs> wake up. They won't have to. They won't think, have to. Dude, yeah. I sit I sit <laughs> in my recliner drunk for so long that I grow roots. They got to <laughs> scrape me out of it. They got to scrape me out of the recliner with a spatula. <laughs> they won't even have to do just that. To, just, to get you, just to get you to go to work and you don't text me in the morning when you're late. And yeah, re- realize yeah. he mistakenly texted me and it was not your boss. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, stepdaddy gets slit throat. All right, that's what he gets. Good that's his. Kill. That's his prescription. Then you get um, baseball <sighs> bat in the kitchen, right? Guy was making a sandwich. He was just he, making a sandwich. All he wanted to do was get laid and fucking have a snack and God have a sandwich. Damn. Yeah, get some that's... pussy and get some get a sandwich. Yeah, that's like fucking Shangri-La right there. I mean, just yeah, yeah. This is the moment I, I, I kind of thought where maybe the mu- music might fit, where Michael puts on the mat, the actual Shatner mask for the first time, but I still like this scene where he stabs her, because she's slapping him in the face over and over again. Oh, Fuck yeah, her. That, you yeah. hear that rubber slap? Oh. That rubber the back slap and forth. Yeah. But there was, such a, there was such a juxtaposition of the the mask and its face, but then seeing his eyes behind it. So you see this mask. The devil's all, eyes. Exactly. But then, like, well, the, well, the mask is, is, is iconic, right? So it's like you can't not know the mask. But then you see this little kid's eyes behind it. It was just, like, I'm sorry, super I say, evil to me. It was evil, dude. It was fucking disturbing. It was disturbing. And I want to say real quick about the mask in this movie. They did a great job. Rob Zombie did mm. a great job. Making mm-hmm. a really cool mask because some Michael Myers masks fucking suck. suck. And the, Four, the five, and six. Get, yeah, oh my it God. sucks, dude. Ugh. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. The worst. How are you going to leave them brown eyebrows on the mask? Bro. How are you going to leave that shit on the mask? How are you going to have pink hair, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what the fuck were y'all thinking in part, man? Oh, right. part four is still good, but that's. Whatever. <laughs> the mask the mask still sucked. The mask was fucking terrible. Oh, it was horrible. It was fucking terrible. What the oh. fuck were they thinking? Yeah. So so Justin, when you're watching this movie and you see all these murders and the fallout is the the, the parents come home, the ambulance is called, the cops are called, everything's going down. Like, does this give you like true crime vibes? Yeah, definitely. Like the way that it was shot um was like it switched to like a documentary style. For like a few seconds, and I was like, "This fuck, watch this up, totally different." It did feel like true crime. That is, I thought the same thing. Watching it again, I'm like, "Wow, they went a whole different route." Like, like the the, the OG movie is is one thing throughout. Like, it's 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 kind of it bounces from different characters' perspectives for sure, but it's still got that same vibe. This movie's just divvying it up. It's giving you. This this child psychology like rundown of how a serial killer is built and the disturbing aspects of it, but then he's switching so much into it like or so much up where I really do like that that I mentioned it a minute ago the scene where Love Hurts is playing and it's it's Michael and it's his mom how that all blends that I thought that was unique for what what Rob Zombie was doing. 
And when it comes to the documentary switch for that moment, that made me feel like the opening of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the OG, where you hear the mm. radio um, describing the grave robbing in- incidences and, and all that while you're seeing the pictures being taken of the corpses. But I, I just got that vibe of like, now we're diving into the gritty. And, and it, from, yeah. here, from here on out, even though the movie was dark before, Rob Zombie brings the, the darkness yet again, man. Even for like Judith's murder, that that that's like kind of blew me away because it's so much more like disturbing and bloody than it was in the original. It's she, like no mercy. She she tries to to get away and flee. Yeah, and, yeah, and she's like crawling away from her. It's like fucking shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's brutal, dude. And they, he still goes and he gets her. He loves that little baby, though. I mean. That's little, little I, boo, yeah. Poor baby boo gets mocked, gets told that they're just shitting and crying or whatever. And then <laughs> when they when they show baby boo looking at Michael, who just commit young Michael, who just committed these horrible murders, you think for a second, like, are you gonna murder this baby? And he does Fuck not. Yeah, dude. Yeah. When I first saw, I was like, oh, this some bitch about to fucking kill a little baby. And I'm glad he didn't. He just, he takes his mask off. He gives Boo a kiss and says, Happy Halloween. I'm Poltergeist, and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked teas and ace for free. Take a peek, take a key. 12 cabins, 12 vacancies, 12 bodies, mother pray for me. I might go psycho occasionally. One body, too many pray for me, because we all go a little mad sometimes. Lord of the dead, Lord of the dead, you can wake up in the coroner's bed. This is the hour for mourning and dread. Drain all the blood that was stored in his head. All of the apologies that you can muster from your dread won't protect you on your bed. Nothing will from Pumpkinhead. Not a dream, baby. This ain't Halloween, baby. We're on the scene. This is what we call a scream, baby. Subscribe on YouTube at Poltergeist OD. Follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD. Eleven months after Michael kills his basically his family, he's in um, Smith's Grove Sanitarium after a long fucking trial, and Michael's given over to the care of Doctor Loomis. He has visits from his mom. That kind of keeps him a little sane. Um, Janitor Trejo, he's nice to Mikey. He tries to lift oh, him up. Fucking, fucking love that guy. Yep, he's the best. He's tr- he's trying to say like to Ma- to Michael through through his cell door at the sanitarium, like don't let these walls fuck you up. You got to live in your head and get through this. Like it's gonna be okay. He he took a liking to Michael really early on. Like he's gonna fucking you know be his bud, and he was in there yeah um, he, he was even like oh yeah i've been i've been uh behind some walls before he said something like that uh-huh. yeah like he's he's got prison time so he knows what it does to you to your to your psyche but i don't know dude michael starts making masks he's not communicating he says well, he's hiding his ugliness well yeah and we bounce back and forth between these black and white scenes of loomis's interviews Mm-hmm. And then back back to the call it the present day, but there's just like back and forth and back and forth. And he talks about like 
the one mask that he makes and it's like it's all black and then oh black isn't really a color and then just and they yeah. go just like back and forth and back and forth and like they talk about like with his mom coming to visit they still talk about like having some of these normal moments but then at, there's a point where it's like you see Loomis and he's walking into the sanitarium and he has a couple of Christmas gifts and it's like, oh, it's Christmas time. So now we've jumped ahead a little bit, a couple of months, you know, but he's talking to Michael and Michael's like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't, I just don't want to be here anymore. And he's like, well, you know, you can't come home. You've done some terrible things. But then they have another one of those black and white moments where he's like, Michael's been shutting down, you know, and he's like, then Michael kind of freaks out. and He's like, I need to get out of here. And he's like, well, you know what? That's not going to happen for a while. Yeah, Loomis, has, Loomis is like, no, dude, yeah. not not even going to happen in the slightest. During one of the visits, Mama Myers gives fucking Michael a picture of Judith and Boo. Mm. And this leads to what is, I mean, it's like, it's the ultimate, like, because Michael the whole time is like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't remember. And he keeps regressing further and further. Once he starts making the masks, He's hiding more and more and more to the point to where he does not talk. That shit freaks me the fuck out. And and how Mama Myers keeps going there, Sherry Moon Zombie. He's way worse every fucking time. She's begging him to pull the mask off. And eventually, eventually he murders a nurse. With a steel fork that nobody in a psychiatric unit would have ever had. But that's okay. Because it's a movie. It's a movie. She was stupid enough to turn around. Yeah. Well, but yeah, in a psychiatric, yeah. in a psychiatric, she turned all no, the way around with no. her newspaper. Like, fuck this kid! I'm gonna just fucking read, well, which about is fine. But Nagasaki. But in any psychiatric unit since the really <laughs> early '70s, they would have not have had steel. So they just wouldn't have had it. I mean, maybe it could do some damage with plastic, but you just wouldn't have had it. I spent enough time with my father in psychiatric units. Guess what? They didn't have steel silverware. Okay, they did not have it. It was plastic, and it was most likely a spork. Okay. Michael Myers is good, but I'm not sure he could have done much with a plastic spork. I don't know. Just He'd be that. flipping cars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> later. Yeah. 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 All right. So 15 years later, Michael is oh, full grown. No, no, no. You, you missed, you missed the best part. What? The old home movies. Oh, shit. Michael's Michael's mother is in the basement and she's watching oh, the yeah, old home the movies old, and she's just, movies. and she's like totally decompensating. And eventually we have what I have in my notes as the Big Bang. The Big Bang. The Big Bang. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then you hear Boo scream. Boo just like screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming. And then boom, 15 years Angel later. Angel Myers. Yep. No, I like Baby Boo better than Angel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Baby <laughs> Boo. Majin Boo. Majin Boo. So we're back in the sanitarium and we have Ishmael, who was Danny Trejo. And the new guy, I didn't get his name, but he's really kind of an asshole, so I didn't really like he's him. He's like a redneck douchebag. Is this 15 uh, years later? Because I had a yeah. note about this. Oh, well then, tell us your note, Travis. Um, Michael Myers is cousin it. Why? Oh, shit. <laughs> From the Adams family. He's, I see he's really, it now. He's really yeah. not. He's just, it's just. What the fuck? Yeah, he is. I see no. it. I Michael, see it. Michael, Myer, it. Michael Myers is just Travis after six months on the road. That's what he is. Yeah, so you have the two orderlies that are walking down the, the hallway. and Oh, and, the Loomis, one guy, and Loomis looks like Donald Pleasance now. Uh, Michael uh, Mordell. 
He does. Well, he does, but we haven't got there yet. Hey, um, man, I'm just saying. You know, got a well, big the, ass there's cauliflower this cauliflower ass nose too. There's this. Be- <laughs> <laughs> so you have the two orderlies walking down the hallway, and uh, Danny Trejo Ishmael is talking to the other, the redneck fuckhole douchebag guy. <laughs> and he's like, I've I've been taking care of this guy for 15 years, and it's like you just gotta do this. And he's like, he makes his mask, and he's like, and he's like, one guy's like, well, I wouldn't want to bum the freak out. And just as far as characters in a movie go. There are very few that have like irritated me to the level that this guy irritated me. He just, God, he just pissed me off. Like, just he cut you off him. in traffic, didn't he? Uh, possibly. <laughs> he, he actually, he I, actually, he probably <laughs> cut me off on a podcast, which is why I hated him. Um, but uh, yeah. So then you pop in and <laughs> you have Loomis talking to Michael Myers, and he's like, "You know what? You haven't said a word in fifteen years." And then Lewis throws in this, that's almost twice as long as my first marriage, which I thought was really <laughs> funny. And he's like, in some ways, you become my best friend. And it just kind of shows you how like fucked up my life is. And he's like, yeah, he says that, man. Yeah. And it's like, I've done all that I can for you. And he's like, I have to go. And he's like, take care, Michael. You know, and then they have that little moment of his eyes. Deceive you. Yes. Which I just thought was just awesome. You know, and they talk about then we but like kind of pop into like the absence of light in the eyes of a psychopath. Mm-hmm. We pop back into Smith's Grove, and then we have that one asshole orderly again who is like, "Ooh, you know," because his this, cousin called him and just oh, this, this scene fucking is, sucks. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. And I, I mean, mean <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like the scene sucks because of what's happening, but the scene's good yes. at the same time. Well, it's it's brutality. In the horror sense, is awesome. It's actual physical. This probably happens somewhere. Is really fucking bad to me. I I I, I fast forwarded through it. I I didn't. Yeah, it's I, bad. I just, yeah. And For it's everyone like, oh, listening, oh. what we're talking about is a rape scene in Michael Myers's room at the at the sanitarium where he has masks adorning all the walls. The guards bring in this other um, patient and they rape her. So the movie goes full bore here with this shit. And thank God Michael just kills everyone. Fuck it. Everyone. Fuck it. Well, and and, and for our listening audience, I want to say this and I mean it at my absolute core. No means no. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It just, no mean if she's not into it, walk away, go home, jerk off, do whatever it is that you do. But no means no. That scene, honestly, that scene is, to me, is one of the most horrific things that I've seen in a horror movie in the last 20 years. Gator bait. You know, (laughs) yeah, but it's just, uh, you know, what would have been more horrific than Michael killing the baby? If he would have raped the baby to death, like in Serbian film. Yes, that would have been been cutting all this out. Oh my God. I'm not. (laughs) That would have been way worse, but. I think I think what would have been worse is like if he'd have killed the baby. But what's worse than him killing the baby is the fact that he kills Janitor Trejo. All right, yeah, I agree, dude. Poor oh, Danny Trejo, so fucking sad man. Yes. He was good to you. Yeah, that's like, good to you, Mikey. Like, that's good. That to was you. such a sad scene. Oh. <laughs> Oh!
Seen the whole movie. I it think. is. As in, Whoa. like. Whoa. Okay. Justin, you're doing it again. You got a helicopter sound. <laughs> yep. You got yeah. a literal helicopter sound right yeah. now. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Justin, stand up straight, find a comfortable chair, sit down, and don't move. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever's happening, it's you, brother. There it is again. We're back in Hong <laughs> Welcome to Eyewitness News, where we capture all the great moments from your city. We're seeing God, right now wait, Michael wait, Myers wait, wait, down below, stalking fucking Haddonfield. He's killing <laughs> bitches left and right. I can't believe what I'm seeing. He's stalking everyone. Carpenter is doing the score. Mikey escapes from his fucking sanitarium. He goes home to find his old Shatner mask, spots Laurie Schrode out of his window, and is fucking... We're in remake territory now. This is the remake, but it is different. Yes, I, I, I didn't is. see it that way the first time. I I saw shots. I saw the scenes that we do get to beat by beat, but I saw only that. This time, uh, very different. Whoa! Yes, very, very different. Very, very different. Yeah. Well, him. shit. You go to the truck wash, and you have one of the raw zombie character actors. He always was, and he has Ken Forty. Yes. Um, Fuck and yeah. there's actually probably some... probably my favorite character in the movie. Oh, <laughs> oh, Grizzly. Grizzly's yeah. awesome. He's fucking awesome. Probably my yeah. favorite character. Yeah. Well, and he goes in, and he's fans just he's, wanted to take a shit, bro. Yeah. Well, and he's take he's taking a dump, but he's he's looking at a Beaver magazine, and the Beaver magazine shows all of the Beaver. That's like, a, it's it shows that's a the, swank, it shows bro. Yeah, it shows that it shows the water, the dam, and then all of the bark. If you know what I mean, it shows everything. <laughs> and, yeah. God damn. Yeah, and he's sitting there, and he's in a stall, and it's like all of a sudden this fucking pair of gnarly feet. Like come up, like and those feet were fucked. Like those feet made my feet look fucking great, man. Like I'm right. looking down at my feet, going like, "Oh, I am living life, man." And then he says, <laughs> "Maybe one of the best lines of the movie is like, I got a Taco Deluxe Supreme talking back at me. He's like, let me piece it, pass this beast and peace." The guy's like, obviously not letting him have it, you know. And he's like, he's like, "Boy, you better hit it on the arches, or I'm gonna come out of there," <laughs> you know. And he's like, "Give me one sorry a hole." And then he does the what we have here is a failure to communicate. And he's like, I got something for you. He's like, let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly. And then it's like fucking fight time. And they just bash the shit out of each other back and forth, back and forth. There's a couple of editing mistakes. There's a spot where the wall falls down and then the next scene, the wall's back up and just has a dent in it and whatever else. But at the very end, he steals Joe's coveralls. And, like, that's where he gets his, like, iconic coverall back, right? From this, like, truck driver guy. And he has that badass knife, too. Uh, Instead of fucking around with kitchen knives, like Mm -hmm. a Riri. Yeah, the floppy floppy kitchen knives. He gets a a real hunting knife, bruh. And that's a a fine whip. Oh, yeah. Like, and then it's time to fucking rock. And so then we pop forward and we have D. Wallace, who is D. Wallace. Come on. She's like Mrs. Mrs. Strode, but it's D. Wallace. So D. On. Wallace is my fucking hero. All right, mm-hmm. she is a horror icon. I just want to say right now, I love that fucking lady. 
in 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 like my heart's core, deep. deep. I, dude, this this whole cast in my heart's core is yeah, yeah. And then he, then all of a sudden we bounce over to the Strode homestead. And they have the, the, the parents and they're talking. Uh, the, the mom and the dad are like they're bullshitting about something, and she and she says, and I don't know why I wrote this down, but she says, "There's a place called Epic Mart." I'm guessing that's supposed to be at Walmart, but it's Epic Mart. And she's like, Epic Mart's a lot cheaper. And the yeah. dad's the dad's trying to like, hey, you have to do this task. And she's like, yes, I get it. I get it. Like, it's muy importante. It's, it's no problem. <laughs> and she's trying. It's I'm, I'm guessing that's like an offer to buy the old Myers home, you know, just to drop off. But it's like, looking at that shithole, like, I don't know who'd want to buy it. But Oh, damn. Man. I'd buy it. I'd buy it. If you're broke as fuck and want a shithole. Hey, talk to, talk to Travis. <laughs> he is Travis. Travis is your real estate agent for broke as hell shithole houses. Okay, <clears throat> R- Ricky is my first client, and I'm proud <laughs> to have him. <laughs> Loomis goes back oh. looking for Michael and searches the graveyard with Captain Spaulding, by the way, and they find a they find dead animal oh. witch art. All right, this part yes. made me suddenly switch to cosmic witch mode, and I'm like, I love it. <laughs> Look right up. Well, okay, you are forgetting. You are absolutely forgetting when Lori stro- like kind of just strolls up on the sidewalk and she's like bouncing and having fun, and then she meets Tommy Doyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. she meets Tommy Doyle. So Tommy Doyle is the actor Scott Gazzando who plays the character Eric Bemis in the Santa Clarita Diet. Oh. Later, yeah. Have you guys not watched that? No, nope. my wife watched it. I didn't oh. watch it. I don't you know what that you, is. You guys call yourself horror nerds. I'm just... Why do I even come here? I want to ask, have you ever seen The Final Sacrifice, which I mentioned earlier? The Final Sacrifice? No. From from. Okay, well then, no. fuck you. No, fuck you. And don't your call, mother. Don't, don't call... She's and dead. your father. He's alive. Oh, that's not... Mm, that's not my thing. Ricky, well, you take over here. <laughs> have you ever seen Mystics in Bali? Yes, I have watched it, just because you talk about it so fucking frequently. All right, it's, what's your favorite part? Uh, <laughs> yes! of, the mystics in, of the mystics in bali uh, none of it oh no not yeah. no not no it's Ricky one of those, got your ass no, he got no, you on the no, show no it's all no, saying it no Fuck you! no 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 it's one of those things where i like i have to check it out because one of my homeboys had to check it out but i'm usually shit-faced as hell so <laughs> like to remember my favorite part is to like ask me what the best part of yesterday was i don't know I did watch it. I did. I think like I put it on. It was just like and I did the whole like a ghost haunting a house. Well, as it should be, because that's like what this whole thing is—a ghost haunting a fucking house. (laughs) So now we got Lori Strode and her friends. They're all fucking going out for Halloween. They're getting ready. Oh no! No, no! I missed so much. Hold on. Wait, wait. We get the legendary stake to the wall kill. That happens. All right. Well, you have jumped. What? what I'm jumping. I'm jumping around, man. <laughs> oh, you're jumping ahead, like by like Whee! nine, like ninety-seven <laughs> minutes. <laughs> wow. Listen, jump listen. around. Jump around. We get a lot going on. All right, they're preparing for Halloween night, and you have people meeting up with their significant others, and mm-hmm. someone's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be there." Whatever the fuck. Michael is murdering motherfuckers. <laughs> He just keeps killing people. <laughs> I was blown he away. Just, he just kills people. He just, I was blown he just, that's away. That's just what he does. Yeah. Oh, when he kills the Strohs, though. 
killing the Strohs is like a big. That's I a mean, big fuck you to the OG, Justin. Yes, it is. Yes, when it you is. saw the OG movie, and like Laurie's parents aren't even a factor in this movie. Yeah. Now you have them in the in the film. I say now, but you saw yeah. the the remake first. But seeing the OG and then this one, it's like this is more intense to a a big degree. Yeah, it was it was it was it was definitely different. I mean, I don't see it. I like much. it personally, and I'm normally indifferent to these kind of things because I'm not smart enough to have an opinion. <laughs> okay. I'm just kind of a dumb dumb. All but, right, <laughs> but I did enjoy this part. I was oh like, oh shit, God. we killing mom and dad. Hell yeah. Okay, hence henceforth known as normally indifferent. Normally, <laughs> indi- normally indifferent. I'm, Rick. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I'm changing my phone. I'm changing it from Ricky Prejean to normally indifferent. Whoa, that's, that's what, what did I'm you doing. just call me? <laughs> normally <laughs> indifferent. Prejean, yeah, he Prejean. says. Well, that okay. You know what? That's how I would pronounce it up here in fucking Minnesota. That's Prejean how, that, or that's, Prejean that, or that's Prejean. How, or, that's how Cole pronounces it every time you're on. He's like. Prejean. Well, okay. What is it? Yeah. What is it? Prejean. Prejean. Jean. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know how God. you say Jean Luc Picard, like from Star Trek? It's okay, like Prejean. That. That's how you say. you say it with the French Ricky, inflection. Ricky, man, I'm just saying. Ricky Prejean. Okay. Well, we just go. say it like the real Yankees and call it Prejean. Because <laughs> that's how we know when the telemarketers are calling. It's true. <laughs> they would call, they'd be like, we need to speak to Kenneth Prejean, and I'll be like, oh, my dad went for milk, and he never came back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We pre-in our genes. That's how All we do right, it. So, <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you, you So jumping ahead, Ooh. jumping ahead. I jumped ahead with the witch art. I'm sorry. Well, you you did, you did, and that was a good. That was good. Not like, and he talks about. He's like, I think I know whose gravestone that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then we is... we pop we pop ahead to the Myers house like again, and the young couple who apparently finds this house a great place to be a fuck pad, which yeah. like would yeah. not would not be like my first choice. What? Like, I think I'd go Motel Six you? before I go. To what this are place. you? I think I would. You? Shut up. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't think so. Are you? Just, are, are you? Shut are you, up! Shut up! <laughs> yeah, bro. You don't want to fuck in that dilapidated house. Please tell me, Travis. You better be chopping that out, or fucking Brian is out of this shit. I can't. I can't. You we better gotta be cho- chop it out. Yeah. You better I'm be all, I'm, I'm, I'm only doing it because I know you hate it. <laughs> anyway, Justin's um, over there. Like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Exactly. Walk away, Justin. Walk away. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so she's upstairs and she's getting her old hammer time, you know, and then he, yeah, he yeah. you know, he pulls out the old uh, Travis got there before I wanted to moment. And she's like, hey, a little warning next time, you know, but then she's like, hell hey. no. That's yeah, just yeah, common yeah. courtesy. Uh, yeah. Well, he just, yeah. I don't have that. <laughs> And she's like, and, you know, and he's like, she's give me another beer. And he's like, well, I did the heavy lifting. And she's like, what do you think? Was that like a, like a 10? And she was like, it was a zero. I like <laughs> when she's like, you're lucky yeah. I even let you touch me with that yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then in Travis's world, it was a zero plus 11. I am Hogzilla, by the way. <clears throat> well, I was say, why are you hating on Travis and his hog, bro? Uh, whatever, an inchworm. So Bob 
Bob is coming back from the fridge and he's got a couple of beers, you know, and he's like, hey, I got this sweet sheet on. But then he strips it off and then he gets the spike to the wall. And I think iconic, iconic spike through the wall. Going back to the first one. Yeah. And and the first one, it's it's a kitchen cabinet, but whatever. That's 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 fine. You know, but then they're also like playing Don't Fear the Reaper, which I think is just like an awesome Awesome, awesome, awesome song. song. Yeah, yeah, and it's the same song that his sister was listening to. Yeah, she got fucking yes. killed. Yes. So I was yes. like, hell yeah, yep. cool callback. Yep. yep, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, and then she hauls out the and you baby, see anything, my little you see small anything you like? Yeah, she goes in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he went to he went from piggy to a thumb. Yeah, man. <laughs> way to live. Way to dream. Cat um, six to a three out. Yeah, yeah, but then bro. she. <laughs> well, and then she, well, and then she starts kind of like she kind of like starts bitch stopping him, giving him all kinds of shit, and he's like, "Beer plays," you know. He's like, "Hey, cast with a friendly asshole ghost, hand it over, dipshit." But then she like stands up and she's all pissed off, and you get this little bit of like a little muff shot, which is you do, nice. yeah, yeah. Yep. And then rare. it's like, but then this movie uh, gives you the titties. Can... It's it's right grindhouse. It's it's the babe. Do you see? I was thinking about this yes. too, and I'm pointing yes. at you, Travis. I was yep. like, man. Yes, we getting the bees all up in this yes. motherfucker, bro. Yes, we got the it's, grindhouse it's bees. bees, babes, boobs, blood, and then to top it all off, the M for muff because you see some muff in this movie. Ooh, it's all, kind of, it's the all in there. M. Thank you, Jesus. That, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Satan. More like Satan. Yeah. Well, and then we pop on to the gun store. The gun store where he's where um I love the gun store scene. Loomis talking and he's like, Yeah, this looks great. He keeps telling him to wrap it up. Like Like the dude's gonna actually wrap it in gift wrap to give it to him or something. I'm like, What are you doing, Loomis? It's a gun. It's a beautiful thing. It should be wrapped up. Wrap it up like like it's a gift, like it's a present. He keeps telling wrap it up. Wrap it up. If you don't walk out of that store with that thing slung in the front of your pants. Then I don't know what to say about you. Um, <laughs> or in a holster or something. Well, most of most of my guns, when I buy them, I put them in a box and put them in my trunk, and then I get home, and then I have that moment. Okay, so. that's fine, but, but it's <laughs> okay. not wrapped up like well, it's that, Christmas. No, yeah, but I don't. I like also don't have that moment at the front of the gun store. I don't. I don't walk gun like. Come, and, hey, well, I know you would. But come, yeah. come, come to Louisiana and experience yeah, the come true to feeling. The and, true and, feeling, yeah, bro. Well, yeah, it, it's Louisiana though, where you use semen and child's tears as gun lubricant. That's not what we do, like in the rest oh, of the world. Why are we cope, <laughs> like coupled up with Alabama and shit? Why? Because it's Louisiana and we, it's we, it's south, we, and I'm north, and it's we, guilt we, by association. Move on, okay. We, Sorry. Okay, we're playing guilt by associations game. Oh, All right. Okay. All right, woke oh. motherfucker. <laughs> Tell him! Tell him! Club! We love each other on this podcast. We yes, just we have do. fun. Yes, we do. We just have fun. And I will take I, I, I will take that because I understand it, but I think you guys know me well enough to know that, that yeah, not not emo wall. Leaving it all in. That's so the Halloween part. remake, <laughs> 2007. Yeah.
Let's Back get into the finale. The, the finale yeah. of this movie. I mean, like, okay, so I don't. The finale there's so, there's is, so is much Scout more. Taylor Compton. Obviously. Oh my god! I, I just think she's so. Well, cute. Okay, first of all, it's she's just so first cute. Of all, it's Daniel Harris. and when she's doing it's, the male thing, no. she's just doing the thing with the male no. slot. <laughs> oh, and she's like, oh no, it's got me, it's got me. Yeah. That part's He's good. Dude, like that it. part's good because Michael's standing right behind the door, like yeah, bro. Exactly. watching. Yep. He's confused. Watching her dumb ass. <laughs> <He's> con- <laughs> I, think, I think he's confused. He's like, "Wait, what's happening right now?" Right. Why, he's just... like, "Wait, do I have her?" Yeah. He's like, "Do." He's like no. all ex- existential. Like, do I have anyone? Yeah. Do I have myself even? Now I think I think it's Louisiana. So He's he beyond like, the void. Related to her? <laughs> oh, I am shit. Oh, so I can't. You son of a God. bitch. Rats. Again, like third <laughs> time tonight. <laughs> so we yeah, yeah, kind of we kind of we've kind of coasted past a bunch of stuff that happens in this movie. Um, a lot and, a lot of good differences <clears throat> happen between the original and this movie. That made me come around more so to where I didn't think this was a shot for shot remake. And now I'm seeing it like this is a version of this movie that has its own story going on. Yes, we get the whole first half, but fuck it. It's like two episodes of a show if you want to see it that way. Yeah, like nowadays we're spoiled with binge watching and this, that, and the other. And it's like, well... Now I can fuse these two plot lines that a few years ago pissed me off. Now they don't. I had the wrong impression of this movie the first time because, yeah. Did you watch that, it wrong? Did you watch I, it wrong? I think Must I did. It wrong. I think yeah. I did. I think I did the first time. Yeah, in theaters. Yeah. I so watched, I. I watched it, wrong. it wrong. This movie does devolve into a remake status, but it doesn't. Quite in the same exact way. No, uh, oh no, no. Uh-uh. Annie is getting banged out on the couch in the in the house. And yes, I, she I, is. I, well, and I, I actually asked myself. <laughs> I, I I wondered if, if this movie if this movie had an intimacy coordinator because she was getting all kinds of honk tonked. Um, which which is fine, whatever else. Um, but then you had this moment where it was like this was like big. Just like the schmack scene, where it was like, whoosh, and like he was just there, and he was fucking Annie up. I mean, just, and she starts crawling, and she's like, just trying to get out, and just. But then you pop back to the sheriff's office, and the sheriff Brackett is giving Loomis this like, seventeen years ago, I knew all this happened, and there was this report, and uh, you know, Mrs. Myers offed herself, and there was this baby, and it was like, so I omitted her from the report, you know. And then, like, baby you know, boo is still out there, motherfucker. Yeah, when he dropped her off at a fire station or an emergency room or something like that, then he came to find out that his his buddy, Mister Strode from Haddonfield, had adopted this kid, and it was just like, ah, oh, fuck, you know. But then we like hop back into the hardcore. Here's Annie and her nice chesticles, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of swing it. But then there's a, like this swing down where I think it was, I think it's. Paul, I think Paul comes in and he's just like he's got a pumpkin on his head and he's just yeah. kind of swinging. Yeah, yeah, oh. and he was hung up with the was it rope or lights? Uh, does it matter? I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, 
I like rope. I like lights. Whatever. Um, Both. Yeah. yeah fuck uh, it. Well, and that's kind of like when the whole final fight begins. Like, the big fight, you know? And she breaks out of the house, and she's kind of running away, and she's limping, and she comes back to the original house, and she's banging on the door, and she's like, Tommy, let me in, let me in, you know? And, and it's like, where's Lindsay? And it's like, you have this all these moments of these like kids just screaming, which I thought was a good payback to the first movie because in the first movie, there's these movies like moments where the kids are just screaming, you know? And, and that's actually where Loomis comes in in the first movie where the kids are screaming. Um, or Donald Plaisance. As Rick Plaisance. Plaisance. Yeah. And then there's this like freeze moment where the cops come up, but like Lori is still like defending the kids and she's just like, being human shield, you know, as far as a person goes, just like being awesome. But then Michael takes Lori, and then you still see Annie on the floor, and her dad comes in, Sheriff Brackett, and she's still alive, still naked. Awesome, for the record. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then Lori is woken up, like in this basement, right? And then you see her friend Linda, who is the original, like Linda and Bob. And Linda's naked, and she's dead, but. You know what? Still looks pretty good. Fuck Linda. Just saying. <laughs> um, but then you have Lori. It's like, who are you? And you're like, like, what the fuck do you want? You know, I don't, I don't know who you are. And then he shows her that picture, and yeah. she's like, Ugh. but then she like grabs the picture, and then as Michael is taking off his mask, and he sort of like bows down to her, like he just, like he's humbled, you know, like Jason's you know? mom. Yep. I mean, he loves, yeah. he loves that 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 girl, man. Yeah. Like he was completely vulnerable. Yeah, uh-huh. and she's like, "I want to help you, but I don't understand." And then she goes to the dirt and grabs that knife, and is just like, "You motherfucker!" And just, you know. Yeah. And then we're on to what I call fight two. She busts out through well, a fence. First, first we oh. bust out through some wall. Then we bust mm-hmm. out through some fence. Then we, <laughs> it's like, God yeah. damn, man! Like, yeah, yeah. Holy and then, shit! And then, and then after all that, we stumble <laughs> and fall into a pool. A pool. God damn. After all that, like, God Such a frustrating escape scene, Uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was supposed to be that way. But I just felt like, God damn, man. For real? I agree. (laughs) And now we're in the fucking pool. Kaseid just waiting for Michael. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, and then Samuel Loomis shows up, and he's like, Michael, stop. You know, it's me, it's me. And then we have the bang, 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 flop. That's what I have listed as. And then he's like, oh, you're safe now. And then there was this mm-hmm. moment where, where, like, Michael was at the bottom of the pool and, like, sort of covered in leaves but not covered. There was something really beautiful about that shot that I just loved. And then the cop cars show up, and he gets Lori into the car, and he, she's talking to Samuel, and... And she's like, was that the boogeyman? And he's like, in fact, I believe it was. You know, and kind of like going back to the, the first movie. Yeah. Which is awesome, you know. And yes. then Agree. And then, yeah, and then you have, of course, the almost the predicted happen where he's not quite dead, you know. And he's like, Michael, you know, it's like, don't hurt <sighs> us. It, it isn't her fault. It's my fault. I couldn't help you, you know. Just let her go. Then it gives Loomis the eye gouge. And like the sort of like so like the skull crush, you know? Yes, yes. And then she's just kind of like hiding and like like looking through the house, and he's searching for her. And then she finds the gun. And then we find that Loomis is alive, but obviously 
pretty pretty well effed up at this point. Um, <laughs> and then they go out the window and magically sort of end up back by the pool. <laughs> like I, I don't like this pool seems to be like a focal point. I don't exactly get why it is. It's a big so, hole in the ground. Yeah, kind of, kind of. And then you have the you have Lori who is just bloodied as hell and like hoping that Michael is dead. And then he's not. But then she has that gun, and she and, and I, I counted these. She has three clicks, three. three clicks, and then he grabs her, and then she just goes boom. And then it's just like, dun, 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 dun. and you show the family films again, and it's like all the like the throwback films, and it was just like, yeah. we dive deep and we forgot stuff, but fuck it, nightclub, <laughs> um, and that's how we do that shit. Rickles, Rickles, your no. final thoughts. Um, I'm not smart enough to have any. Well, okay, you know what? I've talked to you enough. Yes, you are. Quit with the self-deprecating bullshit and give me some final thoughts. I ain't got time. <laughs> I ain't got time for your. I ain't, I ain't got time for your shit. Yes, you are. Yes, I'm not you are. ready yet. I don't even know uh, my rating for this movie yet. Hot I don't take. know. I've been trying to work it out this whole time. I got mine. If y'all want. Yes, Travis. Give us yours. I think Somebody. I'm going to go with a six. Jesus. Okay. You know what? Do, do you know how this flows, Ricky? Do you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know what? Tibu, Hogzilla, the Herbal Enchanter, he who has a tiny wiener. Final thoughts. All right. Well, I came in like knowing that I hated this movie. And then now I'm turned around on this movie because of the opening act, which took an hour, half the runtime for this film. Um, the child psychology behind it like really elevated this movie to a degree. And then knowing that Rob Zombie dealt with studio problems, but still fucking held strong to what he was trying to make. Um, this movie has a 7 out of 10 for me. A little love, a little, a little. Based on where it was going to come from before, this would would have been like a 4 out of 10. But I'm changing that shit up. Alright, well the Herbal Enchanter has blessed us with his sprinkles of love. Um, Justin, tell us what you think. I mean, I I loved it. I mean, re-watching it, it, it definitely has its issues. Um... And it's shitty acting every now and then. See, I but didn't I mean, have a problem with the acting. No, I had a I had a problem with with little Michael. He the dude can't act. But <laughs> it's ugh. But other than him, he was like my biggest problem with the movie. I just I don't like him. He can't act. But I mean, other than that, I just I fucking love it. I like how Michael is a lot more angrier in this movie than he yeah. was in the original series. He's spicy. So, I mean. It definitely had to be like a six. I was going to say. We got a big like, spicy meatball of a Mikey. <laughs> yeah. 
it would it would definitely have to be like a six out of ten because I love it. Six out but of ten. I don't 10. love it. Like it wouldn't. It's not like the best, but I mean, I love it. No shit. Okay. All right, Rectator. What do you got for us? Um. So this movie's a lot of fun. It's more fun than I thought it would be. I all I remembered about it was some of the shit at the beginning that I didn't care for the first time I watched it. Watching it now, older, man, shit just slides down so much easier. This movie's fun. Yeah, I had a blast watching it. Some of the choice, some of the creative choices, threw me off a little bit, but not enough to, not enough. Like they they couldn't make me hate it. You know what I mean? Mm. So, and plus we've got a hella cast, or as you call it, cameo cast. Dude, I don't care. I had fun. I love seeing all these random people that I love. Rob Zombie. Michael's big and imposing. I like that. He's scary. I feel bad for Danny Trejo. I'd be liking, (laughs) I'd be liking. Poor guy. I like looking at, at, at Sherry Moon. I like looking at, at, uh, Scout Taylor. I like looking at Daniel, Daniel Daniel Harris. Yeah, it's got the boobs, the blood, the babes, bodies, and 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 muff. And, 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 and muff too, and and <clears throat> fun, dude. It's got Brad Dourif. Yeah. Dude, it's even got Udo Kier in there for a second, dude. It even has Clint Howard. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. dude. What the fuck? I'm gonna go with the six point five. I'm yes. gonna go with the six point five. Oh, very nice, very nice. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, all of the things that made me hate this movie when I first saw it are most of what makes me love it now. The getting introspective, getting a little bit to know the early Michael Myers and like the shit he went through. Now, like I, I I'm not gonna forgive killing the cat or doing all the stuff that he did, but it, like it makes me get it a little more. So the first time I saw this movie, I was like at a four and a half and I was like, this is not a Halloween movie. This could be, this could be anything. Right. But then going forward and like watching all the babes, boobs, blood, and I'm off. And then like the giant shiny knife and just <sighs> the excellence that was Michael Myers and his mask and him being angry, just like the angry Michael Myers. Um, Big spicy boy. A big spicy boy. <laughs> um, I'm coming in with pickles, and I'm going to go with six and a half too. Yeah. Um, oh shit. And, and it was just, it's fun, it's freaky, it's a wild fucking ride. But it, when you watch this movie for the first, and I'm going to say it again, in the original movie, to the remake, the time that Michael kills first to the time he escapes the hospital is nine minutes. Versus fifty one minutes, right. and that that fifty one minutes made this fucking movie. It made it. Um, the actor that plays the original young Michael, I loved him. I loved him and how fucked up he was, and just how like he was like, you know what? I hold no regard and no regret, and I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna fuck you up, and I don't care what you think about it. I I I I, I love that. I mean, is it the greatest Halloween movie ever? No, no. Obviously, it's not. Um. But, but it's good. I, I think that's it right there. It's good. It's good. It's, it's just good. good. It's, it's good. Just... <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I coming in the highest out of all this? Goddamn. 
No, I think I am. I gave it a 6.5. I'm giving it a 6.5. I'm giving it Oh, yeah, you gave it a 7. Oh, shit. Yeah. Holy hmm. shit, you came in the highest, T-Boo. My bad. My no, bad. He said, my bad. <laughs> you know what? Chalk it up to being down south at Mamu Education, and I'm guessing Michael Myers was probably your PE teacher. Um, you know, hey, we it's were horror. all Michael Mamu, Louisiana is a small, sad town. We were all Michael Myers when we were kids. We were bad, bad motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, yeah. and so was I. So was I. So I get it. And you know, and this this quote unquote remake, Halloween H one two thousand seven, it's fucking solid. It's solid. solid. There's, no, there's no getting around it. It's solid. Normally indifferent, Rick, and I'm asking you to embrace embrace Janitor Trejo because he was good to Mikey. <laughs> oh hell yeah, Ishmael he was, was good to Mikey. He Don't was kill he him. Would, he went to bomb. And, <laughs> and 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 if you meet Grizzly Joe at the truck wash, don't fuck with him. Let him take his shit, man. Because well, because he'll die. Man's <laughs> so, wanted to take a shit. Let leave yeah, him well, be, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, when a guy guys take a shit, just. Just let a guy shit. Yeah. Justin, do you have any closing words for us? Uh, fuck no. I had All a blast, right. though. Nice. Glad you had fun. <laughs> All you need to do is cry and shit and stay spooky, you sons of bitches. Boom. 